0: Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus. Thanks. We just want to say that we love you so much and there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Tell you what. It's in God that we live, we move, and we have our being. Amen. It's in Him that we live, we move, and we have uh, our being. Amen. And I'm just so excited today that we are uh, climbing. Amen. That we're growing. That we're learning. And that we're knowing. Amen. Because uh, with us having a knowing um, being in relationship with the Lord is going to cause him to know us as well with us having a knowing, amen. And being in relationship, that's two things that pentecost that T joins both things together. So with us having a knowing, that's one thing. And the T being in relationship, it causes God to know us as well, right? Now we can have a knowing of the scripture, but without that relationship with the Lord, he's going to tell people, turn, I never knew you. You worker of iniquity, right? So the relationship is the part that we need. Amen. The relationship is the part that we need. And then the Lord, okay, in turn teaches us, the Holy Ghost teaches us all things, right? In the name of Jesus. We are going to uh, walk on water in the name of Jesus. And this is a, uh, Something that we kind of sort of touched on yesterday, but I want, I didn't, I didn't come out of scripture, but today we're going to come out of scripture, all right? So we're going to start at Luke chapter 17. Okay, Luke chapter 17. mm mm-hmm. Luke chapter 17. And, um, 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 11. All right. It reads like this. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through, <coughs> excuse me, the midst of Samaria and Galilee. All right. He passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village. There met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. All right. So, these ten lepers, they're standing afar off. Jesus comes into Samaria and Galilee. And then there's these lepers. Thirteen. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus! Jesus! Master, have mercy on us. Now, that's beautiful. Wow. Verse 13 says they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Right? Good God. So, verse 13 shows that. You can cry aloud. Verse thirteen shows that you can your voice can carry, right? Your voice can carry. You can cry aloud. It's proof. It's the proof in the pudding. Verse fourteen. And when he saw them he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went. Now Jesus gave them instructions. He didn't say, hey, come here, let me pray for you. He didn't, you know, say, you know, I'm going to lay hands on you, things like this. But he said, go, gave them instructions, go show yourself to the priest. That was his instructions. Go show yourself to the priest. All right. And, uh, yeah. So, it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Now, the question today is, if Jesus gave me and you that, those instructions, would we would we need something more than that? Because if you look today, a lot of times people make you think you need more than that. You need more than the word of the Lord. Sometimes people can make you think with the, um, how how do I say this, Lord? With the, with all of the action that goes on, you know what I'm saying? The action, the, the action of taking your fist and knocking people down and the action of uh, just a whole lot of stuff, you know. Um, let's see, is this is theatrics the word that I'm looking for? Let's see, theatrics. Yeah, there we go. Amen. Theatrics. Hallelujah. There we go. Okay, so. With all of the theatrics, it really will. uh If you get caught up in all of the theatrics, if if we get caught up in all of the theatrics, it will. Ca- it causes. It does cause people to think that it takes more than what God has said in order for God to do it. It takes more than um Seeking first the kingdom of God. And all these other things will be. Okay given to you. It takes more than God's word. Because. Of the theatres we've been watching. For years and years and years. Now it's like. uh Just go and show yourself to the priest. Wait a minute. Don't you want to. um Don't you want to. Roll us in the dirt first. Or don't you want to. You know like. What you mean, just go straight shut the priest? But is God's word good enough for you? Right? Is God's word good enough for me? Because sometimes this is the only prophecy that you might have. This may be the only prophecy that you have to hold on to. Lord, I'm holding on to your word that said, You are not a man that you should lie, neither the Son of Man that you should have to repent. Lord, I'm. I am holding on to your word that says that that, that that vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. Amen. Sometimes things can happen very, 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 very detrimental to you, right? It could be uh just say and now I'm not I'm not even gonna use you as in this example. I'm not gonna use me. But let's just say David, when he and his men went. And then the, to battle, they came back in the camp, and people had dest- people had destroyed their took their families, destroyed the camp. And when they got back, stuff was destroyed, stuff was gone. And those men was like, God, "David, doggone it, it's your turn to die today." David, it's your turn to die today. Because when we went to battle, you didn't say nothing about my wife and kids were going to be gone. When we went to battle, you said nothing about the whole village being gone. When we went to battle, you didn't say we were going to come back and everything was just going to be obsolete. You didn't say that. Now it's your turn to die today. David started dancing. Like, what in the world do you do in a situation like that? Like, Lord, look, I need you right now hallelujah lord i can't wait till tomorrow i need you right now because the same men that was on my side these guys these Negroes want to kill me they want to kill me dead all right lord i need you to come right come i need you to lift up a standard for me Amen. Look upstanding for me. But when you step back and look at the men, look at the position they're in. We already sacrificed to go and fight. We left the kids. We left the wives to sacrifice and go fight. And now that we're back, look at what's happened. Right? So looking at them and and David. Because David, you know, oh, this happened to David too. It ain't just y'all, it's me too. So looking at all this. Can, a, can if if one of those men would have stood and said, Lord, you said vengeance is mine, I will repay. Right? We're not talking about religion. We're not talking about, you know, you but well, you gotta forgive your brother. You gotta forgive your brother. Don't be going around talking about no vengeance is mine, I will repay. That means you looking for God to get folk back. You know, that's that that that's this, that's that's that scary talk. That and when I say scary talk, that means I know that I done did you wrong, mm-hmm. and now that I done did you wrong, and you got scripture to stand on now that say, "Vengeance is mine; I will repay." Now I got to kind of, sort of get you off of that scripture because, see, that scripture gonna affect me because if the Lord, if you stand on the scripture that vengeance is mine, I will repay, that means God coming for me because I know I done did you dirty. You know what I'm saying? So we're going we're gonna bypass all that today. Because that is just, that is a whole nother message. And we're going to talk about those that, those like, what happened to to David and his men when they got back. And boom, the camp is just dis- utterly destroyed. These if, if that were those that would say, Lord, I'm holding on to this scripture, Lord, that you said vengeance is mine, I will repay. And that I'm not going to retaliate to this. Lord, I put this thing in your hands. You understand? That is, that is scriptures and things that we stand on in times to help us not go get an AK, AK, AK 47. Is that a gun? I don't even know. I think it is. Or to go get a, a double, ba- a double barrel? A double, double shotgun? Um, let's see, a pistol, okay, so we're moving on, we are moving on, amen, we are, we are moving on down the line, okay, so we stand on the word of God and and that and that is one of the things that we have to do in this time keep standing on the word of God and so the lord jesus sent his word to them um and he lifted up they and they lifted up their voice and said jesus master have mercy on us and when he and when he saw them he said unto them go show yourselves unto the priest and it came to pass that as they went they were cleansed because they they heard the word of the lord And then they followed. They followed what he said. Amen. As they went. They were cleansed. Verse 15 says. And one of them. When he saw that he was healed. Turned back. And with a loud voice glorified God. Now. Just just one. Just one. This. Verses uh fifteen it shows that you Lord you have um done this great thing for us. Jesus could have kept going and ignored them because they have they had to stand a off. Because lepers were not allowed in the city. They were not allowed amongst where all the other people were. Because lepers were very contagious. Amen. And so they had to be put outside the city. And so when they saw Jesus, they cried aloud because they were far off. So Jesus uh, then too, his voice was always accustomed to caring anyway. Because he would sit by the seaside and teach masses of people, right? Or he would sit on the ship and teach masses of people. So his voice was a carrier, amen? His voice was a carrier. Can you imagine walking and 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 you hear this this voice that passes your ears and enters in your ears? And this man is sitting afar off, but you hear... Like, it's almost like a voice on the waters. Like, but you hear it just so clear as day. You know, that's got to be a beautiful sound. Amen. That's got to be a beautiful sound. But this man took the same voice that he had in desperation. 13. He took the same voice that he had in desperation. All right, He took that same voice. And did something that the other nine didn't feel. Like they needed to do. Let's see what he did. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice, the same loud voice, glorified God. Alright? With a loud voice, he glorified God. Okay. 16 says and fell down on his face at his feet giving him thanks and he and he was a Samaritan. Okay. And Jesus answering him said where were there not ten cleansed But where are the nine? Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? I like this verse because 15 says, One of them, when he saw that he was. When. It says. Excuse me. And one of them when he saw that he was healed turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Now, this verse 15:16 shows that he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God, but not just glorified him, but he began to come near to where he was, all right? And because 16 says and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Now, even with verse 15 and 16, it still shows that Jesus, Jesus, the son of God, was there. God in him. Okay, it was God in in Jesus, right? So this man fell at Jesus' feet and glorified God, do you understand how beautiful that is? A lot of, some, sometimes today, just say, I can speak a word, and when I speak the word, and I say, uh, uh, go show yourself to the priest, be cleansed, be healed in Jesus' name, and you, right then, you see yourself cleansed, and you see yourself healed, you fall down at my feet, and begin to glorify me, that's not how it goes, amen. That's not how it goes. Amen. That is not how it goes. That is red flag. That is a no-no. That is not what we do. Amen. That's not who we are. Amen. It's Christ in us, the hope of glory. Amen. Christ in us, the hope of glory. So this miracle happens. This miracle occurs. And then we begin to glorify God. Amen, Lord. Thank you for sending your messenger. Thank you, Lord, for this healing. Lord, thank you for sending uh, uh, this person, this person uh, in such a time like this in my life. Lord, it's only by your grace and your mercy that this miracle was performed. It's only by your grace and your mercy that this healing was. You know what I'm saying? And it's all it's okay to appreciate the messenger. It's okay for them to appreciate Jesus, right? It's okay to appreciate the Son of God. It's okay to appreciate the daughter of Zion. But ultimately, we know where did your help come from? It came from God. Because without God, this messenger would take everything you got and then go their own way. Because without God, we are automatically selfish people. Without God, we are automatically dark. Without the light, we're dark. Amen. Without grace and mercy, every last one of us are sinners. The only thing between that's different between us and sinners is that we're saved by grace through faith. And the Lord gives us what? A new mind, which then gives us new eyes to be able to see things a whole nother way. Amen. I see it a whole different way. And that is what separates us from being a sinner. It's nothing good that we've done, but it's Christ in us the hope of glory. And right here it's just beautiful how the man fell and glorified God. All right. He fell down at his feet, giving him thanks, because he had added he had gratitude in his attitude, okay, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were well, they not ten cleansed? This is amazing, saints. This is amazing. Like, just imagine, and I know we do a lot of imagining here, but look, the Lord gave us this imagination for a reason, all right? And will we not rather imagine great things? Will we not rather imagine things that is going to cause us to grow, things that that is going to cause us to look at ourselves in the mirror? Things that are going to cause us to see Jesus more clear, Father more clear, or we imagine vain things. You know what I'm saying? So come with me. When I say let's imagine, I really want you to picture this thing. Amen. So just imagine that there are 10 kids, right? And you gave, um, just say you gave each one of them $10. And all of them are happy and they're jumping up for joy. But only one come and tell you thank you and hug you. Well, us, some some of us, some of us, I would be like, oh, you're welcome. Right in the moment. You know, just right in the moment. And maybe us, maybe that us would be females. You know, because I can't rightly say how a man would perceive it. But I can see Jesus was a man. And this is how he perceived it. Where the rest of them at? But me as a female. I would kind of sort of be like. You're welcome. Wow. This this money. The rest of them just happy. But this, this me giving them this. This really touched this kid. Wow. That's amazing. May, this child really needed it. Maybe this child really needed to, to do this or do that. But. I don't think I would have per se was like where the rest of them at. You know what I'm saying? But maybe a man, maybe a man would like, you know what I'm saying? That, 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 we we We're different. The male and the female, we're different. But in Jesus, okay, Jesus, when he begins to, You know, working with us and deal with us and speak through us. That's something totally different. But as far as the way we react and respond and stuff like that, we are different. Amen. We're different. And I don't care how nobody try to make it seem like we're not. Yes, we are. We are. It's the truth. We bleed every month. Every month. Every month. We we have a menstrual. Every month. We carry children. We do. We have breasts and all the rest of it. We do. We're different. We're different. I never desire to be like a man. I haven't. Amen. Amen. We are different. And, it, and it's, it's a beautiful difference. It's a beautiful difference. The Lord made us so. And he made the man so. Because everything he did is perfect. We are just different enough to cause a man to desire us and they are just different enough to cause us to desire them. Amen the, that difference we can't we can't try to keep killing and separate that difference. I ain't trying to be like no man. For real, I don't want to be like no man. Come on man. No, please, 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 please. Please, uh, please, please. That's for somebody. You are not a man. You are a daughter of Zion. Amen. And men are not women. They're not. The Lord don't even like effeminate men. You're a man. Masculine man. Amen. Walk in your authority. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And so, it's beautiful the difference that he made. And so 15 says, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, Turn back and with a loud voice glorify God. So with this loud, the same loud voice as in 13, he glorified God. But the rest of them, like, I'm finna, you know, shoot. I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna keep it going. But something else that's beautiful that happened in this scripture. Jesus gave them a command. He said, go show yourself unto the priest. That was a command. Go show yourself. Do you know. That the gratitude. In this one leper's attitude. It caused him. And he didn't even know this. He didn't even know this. But the gratitude. In this man's attitude. It caused him. To show himself. To the priest. That was. Ordained from the beginning to be the sacrificial lamb? Do you know that his the gratitude in his attitude it caused him to show himself to the one that really mattered? He didn't even know that in my gratitude is causing me to take such an action that. I'm really showing myself first to the one that has God living literally inside of him right now. I'm showing myself to the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I am taking my gratitude is causing me to take steps that that. Won't ever be taken again. By anybody else. There is only one. Happening one. Place in the word. That shows. Ten lepers. That. Cried aloud to Jesus. He made history. (laughs) You don't never know. What you're going to do. Because of your. The gratitude. And your attitude. You don't ever know what that is going to because the gratitude in your attitude, no matter what the situation is, the gratitude in your attitude, this is you being in the word of God. This is you walking out script because the Lord said in all things, give thanks for this is my will concerning you. So, in blessings, give thanks. And when it don't look like it's a blessing, give thanks. So, this man, the gratitude in his attitude, it calls him to stop what is going on right now in this moment in time. In this moment in time, we yelled out to somebody that was busy, okay, going somewhere, taking care of business. And he stopped, said, go show yourself to the priest. And we already know because of the things we heard that Jesus he deals in healing, deliverance, and he told us to go show ourselves to the priest. Look, boom, bada-bing, bada-boom, finna go do this. But wait a ever-loving minute, he didn't have to do that. And because you did this, now I'm going to take time to show myself, not even to show myself, but to go say thank you. In, in his gratitude, he did something. In his gratitude, he went and showed himself to The best priest you can ever show yourself to. He went and showed himself to the one. Who separated light from darkness in the beginning. (laughs) This man. This man. Because of his gratitude. This man. He went and, and, and showed himself to the one that 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 design Adam and then and then breathe breath in his nostrils mm-hmm, and this man became a living soul he he went and showed himself to the god that, that of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob he went and showed himself to the creator that created him he went and showed himself to the one that caused him to have that leprosy in the first place. If I gave it to you, I can take it back, just like he did to Moses. And as Moses looked at his hand, he's like ah, and he said, "Put your hand back in your bosom." Moses did it, took it back out. His hand was just as clean as it could be. The same one that specialized in turning light to darkness and separating, and said there will be a separate a separation there. Amen. You, it's going to, you're going to, the light is going to be there. The darkness is going to be there. This is how I want it. The same one, this, this man in his gratitude went and showed himself. Who do you think was looking out of Jesus's eyes? Who do you think was looking upon the gratitude? I'm not looking at the man. I'm looking at this man's spirit. What is your spirit like? I'm looking at your spirit. Is it haughty? Is it nasty? Is it selfish? What does your spirit look like? And God began to look at this man's spirit. You who've been ostracized, yeah, you. Who been criticized. Oh yeah. You who been rejected. Oh yeah. Raise your hand. You who people don't want to be around. Oh yeah. You. Out of all this. Because lepers. They had to be put without the count. Don't come in here. And spread your stuff to us. So they had to be put without the count. But you. Through all of that. You still. Kept your. You, you, y'all you sat down in a circle and, and you took your book bag off and, and you, you pulled gratitude out wait 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 on this journey that you had to take you, done, you don't know if y'all going to get food or not right you don't know if you ever going to get anything else to wear or not because the lepers had to wear certain garments yeah they, the blind had to wear certain garments people had to wear certain garments and so you You know, ostracized, criticized, rejected. You, you still had gratitude in your knapsack. Not bitterness, not resentfulness, not hatred, not selfishness, not me, myself, and I. You still got gratitude in your attitude. Tell you what I'm finna do for you. I tell you what I'm finna to do for you. The Bible says that. That man was made in God's image. And after his likeness. And I just have to get. I, I would just like to know. Does a man think. Like if. If. In this same instance, would you think if somebody if if this happened to ten and one person came back to tell you thank you, would you think where's the other nine? Like you men of valor, would you think where's the other nine? Because that's something that I would really like to know. Yeah because like i said myself just us talking having bible study myself i would just think that wow this person this this really touched this person's heart and you you know you're welcome you know and go on but jesus not so much Right. Father God. Not so much. Because. Because of this man's gratitude. It caused. The light to be shined. On the others that didn't have it. And sometimes. You. Listener. You. Can. Be going about your merry way. Because of your gratitude. Gratitude. You can shine a light on those that don't have it as well. And you don't even mean to. This man, this man right here wasn't studying the other nine. Forget the other nine. This is, this is something that is on my heart to do. I'm not trying to show nobody up. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm I'm gonna do this. I know the rest of them, but it's just gonna make me look a certain way. No. This is my natural response to something that has happened that I've, I could only dream of in the past. Right? But his gratitude caused a light to be shined on the others. Right? So if we're all sitting in a circle and we're pulling things out of our backpacks. And somebody to pull out patience. Automatically. It's going to make the rest of us feel like. Wait. I don't have patience. You know what I'm saying? What, well, what, well, I didn't pack no patience. I, uh, well, you know, if somebody pull out joy, well, wait, wait, I didn't, I don't, wait, what's it, I don't have it, you know? And, and, and this is, this is, uh, a mark. It's one of the trademarks of a believer because this brings, um, strife. It brings envy. It brings malice. It bring it causes demonic, demonic spirits to manifest. Because it's light. It's light. And it causes demonic spirits. You might be in your workplace. And you might be one of gratitude. But it's going to cause others to whisper about you. She always or he always got to be so extra. Golly. I mean, the boss threw us this party. Because we made sales, or because we did this, or because we did that. And because we did that, the boss threw us this party to say thank you. Why you got to be so extra? And go and be like, thank you so much. This was great. You know, you gave us a couple hours. You told us we can get off three hours earlier, and you threw us this party. Thank you so much. Well, he threw it because we did. We made sales this month. Hey, why you got to be so extra? You know? You got ain't really? But the thing is, it's not bothering anybody that you want to say thank you because the boss threw y'all apart because the boss showed you that he appreciate you or she showed you that she appreciate you. It's really okay to show that, hey, I appreciate you for appreciating me. Is that too extra? (laughs) I appreciate you for appreciating me. And why would you appreciate? a boss for appreciating you because every boss don't appreciate their employees. You get paid. This is what you get paid to do. Y'all went above and beyond this month. Do it. That's why I pay y'all. Now next month I want it to look the same way. That's some boss. And then you had another boss that says y'all went above and beyond this month. Look, three hours, y'all gonna get off three hours early plus We're going to throw out this party. Hey, we're going to go out to eat. Meet me here, six o'clock. Boom, 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 boom. And it really is okay to show because it's just like the Lord. He is our master, our savior, our redeemer. Okay? So when the Lord do something for us. We're going to say, well, Lord, you said for us to present our bodies, and that's our reasonable service back to you. So, look, I've been presenting my body, so you're supposed to do this. Well, I paid my tithes and offerings, so the Lord's supposed to kept me out of that wreck. He's supposed to do this, and he's supposed to do that. He ain't supposed to do nothing. I don't know why sometimes we feel like we just got God on the payroll. He ain't on your payroll. Well, I'm paying you to do this, and I'm paying you to do that, Lord, and I'm paying with my tithes, and I'm paying with my offering, and I don't care how I act, you supposed to do this, you supposed to. he ain't supposed to do nothing. He ain't. Because there are other, there are other laws and statutes in this book that cancels all that out. Think just because you give a couple of dollars that God's supposed to do, he ain't got to do that, he don't. But those that have gratitude in their attitude, Lord, thank you for keeping me. You didn't have to do it. Even if the wreck happened, Lord, thank you because I'm still here. Because you could have let me die. Thank you, Lord, that I'm still here. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Goes a long way. Thank you. So the gratitude in his attitude is not that I, uh, uh, the boss pay us to do this, but he took extra, she took extra time to show us. I appreciate y'all. Even though I pay you to do this, I really appreciate y'all for going above and beyond. Right. And then there's somebody that says we, this, Hey, yeah, that's good. It's it's about time y'all start recognizing us. And, but there's somebody that's thankful in the in the, in the in crowd, somebody that's you know every boss is not like this. You go to Buddhists, uh, you go to uh, um, all type of other different religions, and whoever they believe in. Some people believe in cows, amen. And they, you know, does their God go above and beyond? Does their pagan God go above and beyond? But our God. is our God. Our God. He goes above and beyond every day. Every day. Every day. So who turns back to say thank you? Maybe the other nine looked at Jesus like this is your job. It's your job to go through the land healing. It's your job to speak the word. It's your job to do miracles, signs, and wonders. It's your job to do it. Right? But then there's somebody that says, I once was blind, but now I see. Thank you, Lord. I once was deaf, but now I can hear. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I have running water and lights. Thank you, Lord. I might not be where I want to be, but I sure am not where I was. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I might not have everything I want, but Lord, I still have the breath you gave me from day one. I'm still breathing, I'm still living, and I can still fight. Thank you, Lord. In all things, give thanks for this is his will concerning us. So he said, go show yourself to the priest. And because of this man's gratitude, he showed himself to the Most High first. Didn't even know you're showing yourself to me. No, in my position, I'm coming to say thank you. Yeah, but in my position, you are recognizing me. Or who I am, and this is not Jesus, but this is this is God in Jesus, Amen. Jesus, like, where's the other nine? Where are the rest of them at? And that just, it just really makes me. I don't know. It, it makes me take a pause break. Where are the other nine? It's amazing. It's amazing. Is that. Is that. Is that God. In Christ. Walking in dominion and power. And says where is the other nine. Or is that. The man's mind. Where is the other nine. You know what I'm saying. Honestly, I believe that's the man's mind. I believe that is how the man thinks. Where's the other nine? Females. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, my goodness. You're welcome. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Wow. Lord, it feels good to do something great for somebody. But the man's mind is just—it's one of them things. It's one of them things there. Okay, so and not saying there's nothing wrong with saying where's the other nine, but it's just—it's just I just—I don't think I would have ever thought that unless the Lord, you know. The Lord thought that. He said, like, this mind be in you, which, which was also in Christ. But just me and you talking now, and this happened real quick. I don't think I would have thought, where's the other nine? You know what I'm saying? Where the rest of them at? I don't think I would have thought that. I think it would have been in the moment this one came back to said, thank you. And it's like, what? You're welcome. You know? But where's the other nine? Whoa. That's amazing to me. Okay. So we're going on. Moving on down the road. It says, and of, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not 10 cleansed? Can I say something real quick, saints? Now, if this man had never turned back to say thank you, do you think that a light would have been shined on the other nine? If this one had never turned back, if this one had went with verse 14, and when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priest. If this one had have did exactly what Jesus said, just like the other nine did, if he would have did this same thing, do you think that Jesus would have thought to himself, none of them didn't even say thank you. Do you think that Jesus would have thought to himself, none of them didn't say thank you? I'll give you a minute. Ten. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. I don't know what you came up with because nothing is a wrong answer. You, it's not a wrong answer, whatever you came up with. Me, myself, honestly, I don't think. That Jesus would have thought anything about it. Now, again, it could be different between the males, the males' version of what Jesus might would have thought, and the female version of what Jesus might would have thought. It could be different, you know. It could be, it could be different in how a person that's a CEO, a person that uh, an entrepreneur. And then one that may have a nine to five. That could differentiate how we think as well. Uh I'm, th- I'm thinking from a boss's standpoint. You're thinking from an employee's standpoint. You know what I'm saying? So different places, different spaces, different people, uh, different genders. Right? So to me, I don't believe that Jesus would have stopped to think about none of them to say thank you. Because it says... And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers that stood afar off. Right? And, okay. So, if Jesus said, hey, go show yourself to the priest. All right. And they went. So... The lady that Jesus, the ones that the one that they wanted to stone because she was caught in the act of adultery, Jesus bent down and began to write on the ground. And uh, though we all know the popular saying, "He who is without sin, let him cast the first stone," and they begin to you know leave, they begin to leave, and then Jesus asked, "Hey, where are thy accusers?" Right? I, and lady, like, "Hey, I have none." You know, they all gone. And Jesus told her to go and sin no more. All right? Go and sin no more. The Bible doesn't say that this lady, you know, just begin to. And we can go over there if you like. Um, but I don't believe the Bible says that the lady was just giving thanks. Um, let's see. the Bible this John chapter 8 says and the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery and when they had set her in the midst they say unto they they say unto him master this woman was taken in adultery in the very act now Moses in, in the law commanded us That such should be stoned. But what says thou. This they said tempting him. That they might have have to accuse him. Because they wanted to pit him. Against the laws and statutes of Moses. But Jesus stooped down. And with his finger wrote on the ground. As though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him. He lifted up, up himself. And said unto them. He that is without sin among you. Let him cast the first stone at her. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they, they which heard it, being convicted by their own consciousness, con- consciousness, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Okay. So, um, that's verse 11, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Where does where where does it say that she said thank you? It doesn't say right. So when it comes to these lepers, I just don't believe that if this one his gratitude showed the rest of them up, and this is this was not even his heart. It wasn't even his heart posture to show the rest of them up. His heart posture was to show Jesus. That look, you did not have to do this. But you did. And because you did, I'm thankful to you. Because you did. I don't have to stand outside the gate no more. I can be a part of civilization. Because you did this for me. I can live again because you did this. I can live a normal life. I can go and find my family and friends. I can live again because you have mercy on me. I can. Lord, thank you. You ain't have to do this. And because he had gratitude. It showed the other nine up. Where the rest of them at. And a lot of times. You can find yourself in the same situation. Because. This is one of those little fine lines. Little fine hairs. That you have. As a son and daughter of God. You have the mark of gratitude on you. And a lot of people don't have something as simple as gratitude and because you're a thankful person this can show others up and it don't set well and it caused them to make you you you, why you always so extra you just always did and they'll they'll make you feel like something is wrong with you it's nothing wrong with you because you have an attitude of gratitude there's nothing nothing in the world that's wrong with you there's something right with you because we're supposed to have gratitude, but they'll call you fake and phony. Yeah, you, you just, she, yeah, I mean, Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. You just got to be a, what you going back over to my? Thank you. he, he, that's just so, you know what she, he always doing. She always, they just always, you, you just, oh boy, I tell you the truth. And then 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 they come up with their own meaning and their own definition of who you are to other people so 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 when that gratitude shows up, they already in their minds in their hearts they've already made up something to say about you amen, that gratitude shows up, look, you remember I told you uh when something happened, she just always go above and beyond, he always go above and beyond talking about yeah, yeah see look 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 see, and then you got the other ones like oh, okay, okay, oh, wow, wow, no, this is something that you need to do, no, this is something that you need to acquire, because it's not just natural, it's spiritual, and if we're not thankful natural, we're not thankful spiritually either, because God, you're supposed to do this, I gave my 10%, I gave 20%, I did this and I did that. you supposed to do this for me, you supposed to do this for me, and he'd just be sitting there the whole time like, boy, do you have it wrong. Boy, boy, is this why you still sitting outside the gate right now today? This is exactly why you still sitting right outside the gate today. This why. Because your attitude. This is exactly why you still got leprosy. Do we have an attitude of gratitude? Are we thankful or are we entitled people? Are we entitled princesses and little kings? Are we entitled? Right? We're not, we that we shouldn't be entitled. There's nothing good about us in this flesh. And he fell down on his face, 16, at his feet. That's two things major right there. The man fell on his face and at somebody else's feet, giving him thanks. And he said, and this was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering him, and Jesus answering said, were there not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine Jesus didn't tell the man you extra and you you just always trying to show out. You always trying to show it. You always trying to be just be extra than somebody else. Jesus, Jesus said, what rest of them that's extra? Because this extra gonna cost you to walk in a blessing. This extra gonna cost you to be made whole. This extra. it fell down at his feet in worship and Jesus said where there are not ten cleansed but where are the nine there are not found that return to give glory to God save this stranger Jesus called the Samaritan a stranger the, those over there didn't even turn but this one right here, this stranger stranger to who this stranger to grace, this stranger to the kingdom of God, this stranger to the way my statues, my laws, this stranger to the gospel that God gave me, this stranger. and because this stranger don't feel entitled, this stranger, don't have a scripture. God, you said you were gonna do it. You said you were gonna clean me. You said you were gonna deliver me. You said you were gonna raise me up. You said you were gonna, do- you said I was gonna rise with the angel. You said I'm sitting by the right hand of the father. You said this and you said it and you said it. This stranger. This stranger. Not doctrinized. This stranger. Not walking in self-righteousness. Not walking in none of that. This stranger. Gratitude was found. They were not found. Verse 18. They were not found. that returned to give glory to God. Save this stranger. And he said unto him. Arise. Get up. Go. Thy. Way. Now. Now. Jesus told him. Go your way. Now. Now. He didn't say arise. Go show yourself to the priest. For what? Come on now. You've already showed yourself to the creator that created everything including heaven and earth. You've already showed yourself to the God of gods, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You've already showed yourself to the will in the middle of the wheel, the bright and morning star. You've already showed yourself to the one that breathed breath into life and man became a living soul. You've already showed yourself to the one that made the sun, the moon, the stars. Also, you've already showed yourself ah, to the first and the last, the beginning and the end. You've already showed yourself to the cornerstone so while the the rest of them make their journey to show themselves to the natural priest you've shown yourself to the one that can make you whole again says and he said unto him arise go thy way your faith your faith Have made you not healed. But whole. You've gotten the better portion. You've gotten the better part. Than those. That said you were extra. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Until next time. Be blessed. In Jesus name. Amen.